just Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. ESPN Central Texas. Hello, North Austin. Hello, Waco. Hello, College Station. Love having everybody in today. And uh, we lost a legend recently, and the Odessa Permian coach, uh, Gary Gaines, passed away at age 73. He had suffered, uh, been battling Alzheimer's at the uh, at the end of his life. And right now, I tell you, I, I've known this guy for a while, and we've always gone back and forth. And Lance Fleming is joining us. Lance, I'm sorry it's under these circumstances, but I'll tell you, you are a uh, – you're a great guy to be visiting with because uh, Gary Gaines is, uh, I mean, you talk about legendary, and so many people know him, obviously, because of Friday Night Lights. But, boy, you knew you knew him outside of that. And you know West Texas, and I know uh, you and I have been in touch for years because you used to be out there at Abilene Christian University and spent so much time there. Uh, Lance, thanks for being on with us today. I loved uh, getting to read about you and see some of your quotes about uh, Coach Gaines in that uh, morning news column from Kevin Sherrington. Hey, Matt, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. It's uh, it's great to talk to you. And yeah, uh, Kevin called me. I guess it was, or I posted something to Twitter just about Coach Gaines. I think on Wednesday of last week, and and uh, he reached out and, and uh, you know I'd met Kevin many years ago when I was working at the reporter news here in Abilene. And then when I was in the, in the athletics media relations director for, for Abilene Christian, we did some stuff together, just like you and I had done. And so uh, we talked for about 30 minutes on Wednesday and, and uh, you know, just, you know, it was really strange. Um, of course, coach Gaines passed away last Monday and for the last week or so, he'd really been on my mind a lot lately. I'm not sure. And then I, I was in my office here uh, Monday afternoon talking to someone about him. And then that evening got home and got a text that he had passed away. So just really kind of eerie how all that worked out. But, um, you know, it was, he was, he was very, uh, very special person. And, and, uh, you know, I, I think I've said, and until Kevin, I think I've been there. I don't think I've ever met a finer man uh, in my life than Gary Gaines. Yeah, and that that book, you know, it was had a complicated relationship with Coach Gaines, and I and I think yeah. he either probably didn't uh, read it ever, uh, or I think he'd claimed not to have ever read it, and I bet he didn't. Uh, but which which is kind of sad because I mean, I from what I remember, it's been a long time since I've read it, but I kind of started thinking back about it, and I, I don't think there are people who come across poorly in that famous book that Buzz Bissinger did. And, and Gary's not really one of them, but I just, I, I would imagine, you know better than I do, Lance, but I would imagine Gary just hated the thought of the community being portrayed in a, in a, in a, a bad way. And he felt betrayed by the writer because Buzz Bissinger hung out with his family, got to know him. And I think they probably struck up a friendship along the way. And so there had to be a sense of betrayal involved. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, Buzz moved his family down there, and, and Gary and his wife Sharon opened their home to him, and and um, I think I think Coach Gaines, well, I know Coach Gaines did feel betrayed by by everything. A lot of the portrayal that was in the book, um, we talked about it a few times. Um, just some of the the racial overtones that I think he felt put him in a bad light. Um, it wasn't just about him. I don't think that he wanted. I don't think he felt like that was um, something that that um, you know. I think he, 
think you would have had a different um, viewpoint toward the book or even wanting to do it if he didn't know that Buzz was going to go and kind of um, take that angle uh, on the book. And so um, not to say that, and I think most players would, I think most of the players uh, that have that have been interviewed about that book over the years would tell you a lot of that was probably true. Um, and at that time, I, I wouldn't doubt it. But but I think Coach Gaines felt uh, like that he was he was presented that this was going to be a kind of a Hoosiers feel uh, book, a feel good book about just how how a football program can can bring a community together. And and uh, it certainly didn't turn out to be that way. Now, you know, Buzz Bissinger, whatever you may want to think about him, is a, is a terrific writer and um, uh, put together a very compelling story. I think it was one that, that Coach Gaines and his family were really um, hurt by just in terms of just the fact I think they felt betrayed by, by Buzz and, and he, did, he never read the book. I know that he said uh, that he might have leafed through it a couple of times uh, in a bookstore or somewhere where he might have seen it, but um, he he heard enough about it from his wife, who would call him crying about this or that that she had read in it, and um, he just told me he never really felt the need to read it and rehash um, what he felt was 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 a, uh, a betrayal by by Buzz Bissinger. Lance Fleming joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, talking about Gary Gaines who passed away last week at age 73. Now, the thing that sometimes gets lost is this guy could coach. And yeah. and he moved around a little bit. And, and what was kind of wild is he goes back to Permian, like in, I mean, way after he had left Permian. They win the yeah, state oh, title nice. in, in 89, and he goes back to, to Permian in 2009. Now, things have changed there. Uh, right. you know, with Permian and, and maybe the expectations are the same. I don't know. But what they had back in the day, Lance, uh, people that maybe have not read that book, it's hard to understand. The, the Those kids started in grade school, whether it be the 4-3 defense, the wing T offense. You know, some yep. Texas programs do try to do this. It's not like they – but there was a mystique that happened with Mojo – and 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 at Ratliff uh, uh, Stadium, that just I don't know if any other Texas high school can quite approach it. Now maybe back in the day, you know Carter, who ran up against them right. in, famously in or that been eighty eight. Um, yes. I mean that, yeah. those, those were. I mean, put it in perspective, Lance. You you were someone from the West Texas area who's yeah. been to some of those Permian games, and now you you got to know Coach Gaines a little bit later in his yep. career, but there's no, what he, the pressure you feel as a high school coach in Permian, there's almost nothing to compare it to. Is there? No, I mean, I mean, here's a guy who at Permian in his first stint there in four years was 46, seven and one with a state championship. And he had for sale signs in his yard after those seven losses. And so, you know, when when you when you when you lose seven games in four years and you win a state championship, and there are some people still wanting to run you out of town, that's when you know you've got a tough job. And so, um, you know, it's 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 really weird how all this turned out. Matt, I I grew up in Abilene and went to Abilene High, and uh, when Permian was at its height in the eighties and the early and um, I can remember distinctly going out to Shotwell Stadium here in Abilene, and 
Permian fans would, would get here in Abilene on Wednesday in their RVs and they would park in the parking lot. And by 6.30 or 7 on an 8 o'clock kickoff, the visiting stands were full. And this is a, a 15,000-seat stadium. Their half of the stadium was full uh, on, a, on, a, on a Friday night when they would come here to play Abilene High or, or Abilene Cooper, one of the two, because they were all in, all in that same district, the Little Southwest Conference with both Odessa's, both Midlands, both Abilene's, and San Angelo Central. And um, it was packed. And so the pressure on on Gene Mayfield and John Wilkins and then Gary Gaines and all those guys that came after was tremendous. And, you know, it was it's strange that, you know, Coach Gaines coached at Abilene High School here for a couple of years and then coached at Abilene Christian. Well, this past Friday, the week after he passed away, Permian played here against Abilene High. And um, I went out, I was at the game with my wife and, and, and our kids, and, and we've got a daughter at Abilene High. And um, I, it wasn't anywhere near like what it was, you know, and it just, it just didn't have that same feel of premium. But I will tell you this I told my wife when they ran out onto the field, still that white helmet and the black tee and the white jersey and the black pants, you still kind of, I got that same feeling I got. When I was when I was at Abilene High and we played those guys, you know, and so, you know, but nothing, nothing, nothing captured Mojo like being at Rattler Stadium on a Friday night when they were really good and and had it rolling. And I was fortunate uh, to see that a couple of times and then to cover it a couple of times when I was working uh, as a sports writer for the Reporter News. And um, you know, and that's when I really got to know Coach Gaines first when he came back here in nineteen when he came to Abilene. Uh, the first time and spent two years at Abilene High School and uh, we developed a, a you know a relationship in and then that really built uh, built upon itself and when he came here in 2000 to be the head coach at Abilene Christian where I was working at the time. That'll make you feel old, won't it, when you see that Lloyd Hill, one of the great yeah. wide receivers on those Mojo, the late '80s Mojo teams for Permian, yeah. like has a has a son playing for yeah. who is it? For BYU, some, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, he's no he's, he's no got doubt. like a six four, two hundred and thirty, fifteen pound uh, son playing for. So yeah. yeah, that's that's just that's the way it goes. But uh, no that was a wild story about you walking in at ACU and and. Buzz Bissinger had come by, and I'm sure you've told that before, but I don't know if I've ever really seen yeah. that in print. And and yeah. you're you're observing, um, and, you know, there's there's Coach Gaines, and Buzz Bissinger has stopped by, and it sounds yeah. like he was seeking forgiveness. Is really yeah. what Buzz wanted all these years later. This would have been circa what 2000. When would this have been? Two thousand four. Two thousand four, and I, Coach Gaines was notorious for getting to work at four thirty or five in the morning. I was notorious for not getting there at four thirty or five in the morning. <laughs> and I, I'd, I'd gotten there early one morning. I think we had. I'm not sure what was going on, but I'd gotten there around six thirty or so, and and uh, seven maybe. And I, I and I was walking kind of. I was walking outside the building where the coaches' offices were, and you could see into Coach Gaines' office. Uh, there were windows behind behind him, out looking out onto the practice field, and I looked in. The, I looked in there just to see, just to see if I'd beaten him, which I knew I had. I wouldn't. Um, and there was a guy sitting across his desk, and I thought, my gosh, that looks like Buzz Bissinger. And I kind of slowed my walk a little bit and kept looking and kept looking. And by the time I got done, I was convinced it was Buzz Bissinger. So I waited about. 
30 minutes. I think their conversation might have been 15 or 20 minutes total. And I walked into Coach Gaines' office and I said, did you have a visitor this morning? And he said, I did. And uh, he told me who it was. And, and you're right. It was Buzz was kind of looking for some forgiveness. Um, and Coach Gaines, just uh, as great a man as he was, I don't think he felt like – I mean, I, he was very gracious to him. Um, but just repeated to him that he thought he had betrayed him and his and his program and the city of Odessa and, and all the things that he felt he was not going to waver in his beliefs. Um, that was one of the things that if you knew Coach Gaines, um, he was he was um, very much a man of, of, of faith and belief. And and uh, once he once he set his mind on something, that's the way it was. And so. Um, not to say that he couldn't be swayed or, or whatever, or that he was unfair, but I think in that situation, uh, he wasn't going to change his mind on that. And, and, and that, you know, like I said, he was very gracious and talked to him and, and, you know, didn't, you know, didn't kick him out, which I'm sure his, his wife, who's a little fiery might've done that, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, coach Gaines is very nice and, and spoke to him. And, and, and I think buzz probably left knowing that, that, there was not going to need to be any further conversation because I think he had taken it as further as far as he could go with Coach Gaines. Yeah, and for people that aren't familiar with Buzz Bissinger's career, I mean he's he he's a he's kind of an angry, uh, troubled yeah. individual who's gone through right. a lot himself, and so you never right. know what he was exactly trying to work through. But uh, but Gary Gaines, I mean, I don't, I kind of admire him for sticking to his convictions yeah. again, not yeah, kicking you know. him out, but saying, "Hey, I'm not gonna, we're not, you know, just because it's been a lot of years, I still remember uh, what happened." Uh, and and so that's interesting. Talking to Lance Fleming on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, longtime uh, member of the Abilene community, and and loves ACU. Has been part of that. Uh, been out there on on staff for for a long time, and I, I just tell you the the uh, late in Gary's career, uh, and I know they started noticing as you do with what he had, right. you know, maybe some memory lapses and all that. Yeah. But in terms of how he cared for players and interacted with people, it came across in that story like he he really cared way more than just the wins and losses. And, and and just uh, yeah. really invested in the players. Did you, did Lance, did you see that really up close even oh, when he started coaching yeah. college there at ACU? Very much so. You know, when he got when he came here to Abilene High in 1994, uh, the Eagles had not been very good for quite a while. Um, they'd gone through a string of coaches and hadn't made the playoffs since 1959. And, of course, you know, they had those great teams in the 50s and, and then still had good teams in the 60s, but that was when they had one team go to the playoffs. And so um, he was able to kind of set the stage and, and set some foundational things that they were able to take on. And when Steve Warren became the head coach and they went on the great run that they've been on really, you know, up until now, um, I think they've made the playoffs 19 out of the last 21 years or, or whatever it is since 1999. And of course, won a state championship in 2009. You know, Coach Warren will give Coach Gaines a lot of credit for some of the things that they that they set down. And, and one of those that we were talking the other day was just accountability with players. And, and you know, I think Coach Gaines, even at that time, um, wanted wanted players who were accountable to themselves and to their, to their teammates and to the program and in every facet. And then 
Um, when he came to AC in 2000, we'd kind of been in the same boat. We hadn't, had not been very good. Um, and he was there for five years. We won a, uh, in the Lone Star Conference, which is Division II. Um, we won a, a division championship in 2002, kind of out of the blue. And it was because we had, we had gotten good players, but also because those guys knew that Coach Gaines and his staff loved them and, uh, you know, coached them and, 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 and did things in a different manner than maybe we'd done them before. And, and, and I think yeah. that made a big difference. And, and I'll tell you this, we played at Texas A&M Kingsville, which is the old Texas A&I where Johnny Bailey and John Randall and you know, a lot of those great players, uh, Hall of Famers, they've got, you know, two or three Hall of Famers uh, on their roster. But uh, we played them in 2004, and they were number two in the country. And we went down there missing like nine starters because of injury. And we we were we were we were I think five and four or five and you know five and three or something like that. But didn't I, I didn't hold out a whole lot of hope that we were going to win. And we played just we played our guts out, won that game 17 to 10. And I'll never forget coach Gaines uh, talking to coach Gaines after the game. He just got tears pouring down and running out of his eyes just because he was so proud of the effort, whether we had won or lost, it was more about the effort. And he knew at that point that he had built something that was going to sustain. And he left after that year, Chris Thompson, who's now the deputy head coach at Florida state came in, was our head coach for the next seven years. And we went to the Division II playoffs six of those years and won two conference championships. Uh, and Chris Thompson will tell you that a lot of it is because of what Coach Gaines built. And so um, he was he was as good a person as he is. And I know that some people may look at his record and say, well, it's this or that. And he didn't, you know, he went to a lot of places. He could coach. And there's no – don't let anyone tell you any difference. That guy knew how to coach football and he knew how to reach kids. And, he, and, he, and, pe- and people loved him. His players loved him. Um, I've gotten a lot of texts and a lot of messages from guys that played for him at ACU that I know and just talking about what a great influence he was on their lives, uh, on their life, not just at ACU, but now that they're fathers and they're, you know, that kind of thing. And, and uh, just remembering and thinking about the impact that he had on their lives continues, what, 18 years after he left ACU. Well, Lance, it was uh, I. I was excited to get to visit with you, and, uh, yeah. and I've I've enjoyed our visits over the years. You've always been a supporter of mine, and and uh, and I I really appreciate it. You and I knew you'd be great, and I it was when I saw your name in the in the uh, morning news article. I'm like, I know that guy, and that's <laughs> I was like I need to get in touch with Lance. So yeah, I'm, hey, I'm uh, glad you did. yeah, go I, ahead. I, I, hey, let me just say this. I, I'll just. And I, I think I sent you a message. I know you're tired of probably talking about this, but, but uh, man, I'm glad you're back and, and doing what you love to do and are getting well and on the mend from, from the bicycle injury. And just want you to know a lot of people were thinking about you and praying for you and, and I'm um, glad you're glad you're back and able to do that. So, well, that's very kind of you. And, uh, I really hey, appreciate and we're two that. Baptist kids. We're two Baptist kids. Should we have, should we have opened with a, with a prayer or should we sing just as I am as a, call to the altar or something as we end, as we wind this up. Yeah, I I would imagine there were some decisions made during this conversation. So, to, you know, they could join the show by letter if they would like. But uh, 
<laughs> people that people that didn't grow up going to church, they have no idea what we were just talking. About. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We can we uh, can do our Baptist you're on thing. In Waco. You're on you're on in Waco though. You're in the you're in the uh, the the Baptist Mecca down there. I'm sure oh. they all know what we're talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Lance by the way, is... I'm sitting here. By the way, I'm sitting here at my desk. I'm making up a, a depth chart that I'm not going to release to anyone. How about that? <laughs> okay. I like I like a shark. A good short <laughs> joke right there. That's good. That's good. All right. <laughs> All right, Lance. Thanks, take man. it. Take, I appreciate you it. bet. You bet. There All he right. goes, Lance Fleming, uh, longtime uh, member of the Abilene community, uh, was a sports writer, and then worked in uh, as an SID with Abilene Christian. New Gary Gaines, who we just lost at age 73, who was the coach of those Odessa Permian teams. Uh, the 88 team that was the, the subject of Friday Night Lights by Buzz Bissinger, the famous book or infamous book. And then 89, Gary Gaines won a state title for Mojo and Odessa Permian. Good stuff there. All right, we'll hear a little bit from uh, Coach Aranda. 